0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Proclaim Emancipation Podcast. So this is kind of like my last two podcasts. Um, I have another longer one coming in the works, don't worry. But um, this is just going to be another quick one because of the Russia and Ukraine situation. I'm sure most people knew that this was in the works. It's been in the news a lot lately. There's been a lot of talk around it, but it actually happened. There are Russian forces going into civilian homes in Russia or in Ukraine, in Kiev. Like I saw, I've seen the videos. They're, Russian soldiers are going to houses now and just taking people out. I don't know, killing them, but taking a prison, I don't know. You know, helicopters flying all around, missiles in the city, in, in civilian centers. You know, originally, yesterday, early in the morning yesterday, I heard that they were only bombing military places, which I knew was total BS, because my friend's um, fiance lives in kiev they're getting out now they're on their way to poland thank god but yeah it it was some pretty crazy stuff going on there you know just tanks rolling through the city like it's it's what you would it's what you see would you know a world war ii film would be tanks rolling in trucks rolling in soldiers rolling in explosions going off helicopters flying around it's really scary stuff really scary stuff um Yeah, there's a lot of videos up on Twitter and Instagram and all that. You got to go looking for them a little bit, but they're there. Uh, They're there. So, this this has been in the works for a very long time. You know, freaking Alex Jones, he called back in last October that there was going to be a giant war in February, likely involving Russia, and dude was spot on. Like, dude called it like he always does. You know he's right on so many dang things. You know we all wish he wasn't right, but unfortunately he's right about a lot. Because he has he has connections to most of the white hat you know good guys in office is what it seems like. That's my guess. Or not in office, just around the world. You know because there are good guys in high positions. There are. You know they they just they they they're executing a lot of this plan now with COVID and all you know, this war and all that because they believe they have enough. They believe that they have enough enough to accomplish their goals, which is just total world domination, essentially. Uh, this war, personally, I feel like there's going to be something that draws the U.S. into it, whether it's a false flag or, you know, Kiev just gets bombed and we have to. I like, I like We know that Biden wants to. We... we uh, We've seen the media and Biden Democrats all egging this on for weeks now. It's this is you know this has been like I said it's been in the works for a very long time. I thought that we were gonna have maybe Russia and Russia invade Ukraine and then China invade Taiwan at the same time, and then it's it's, it's bam it's World War Three. Because then what do we do? Do we go to Ukraine or do we go to Taiwan or do we go to both or do we not do anything? You know it to get. We absolutely should be going in there and defending Ukraine, but I feel like that's what Russia wants us to do. They want us to go in and defend, and then they can just war, you know, start just start on us. I don't, you know, this is that's kind of how the Cold War went. It was a lot of proxy wars and all that. It was never a direct conflict between Russia and the U.S., but it was always those proxy wars, little things, you know, uh, Korean War, Vietnam. Well, Vietnam was about other stuff, but. Russia's always been involved. Russia's been a major player for the longest time. You know, it's been 30 years of Russia being in the gutter nearly and the U.S. dominating, and Russia's finally ready to say, screw that. Putin is... I don't know. I don't know what Putin wants to do necessarily, but... He wants to make... You know, I feel like the same way China is with Taiwan, they believe that Ukraine is part of Russia. It's Russian territory, and... Right, it should be flying the Russian flag, essentially. In a weird movie, though, Putin he declared what was it? He the two of the Russian or two of the Ukrainian states as independent states, but then he wants to take over Eastern Ukraine. So I don't know what to make of that. I believe it's Eastern. I have been working ten hour days, so I have only been paying attention a little bit. I mean, i been paying attention, but I haven't been able to sit here and watch and read a whole bunch of stuff on it. I just I mean it's been talked about for weeks now, so we kind of knew something was going to happen. There was so much tension in the world. But I, I honestly thought for a long time that a long time, couple weeks, that this war was in their back pocket. If these protests got too big, like the Freedom Convoy, you know the different convoys going on around the world, all the protests and all the major cities, they've been going on. You just don't hear about them in mainstream media. I thought that this was kind of in their back pocket to distract us from all that. Which maybe, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty odd reason to start a war, you know, but it seems like this was just in the works for a while anyway. It was planned well ahead. So what do, what do we do in the U.S.? What, can, what do we do about it? You know, it's another foreign conflict that since we're the world police, we feel like we should be having a part in and helping, which, yeah, maybe we should. We should absolutely be defending innocent Ukrainians who are getting killed right now. But it's... I don't know. It's going to serve a greater purpose. You know, I don't... I don't know. I'm obviously not a foreign diplomat. I don't know what we should do. But I know they already know what they want to do. Whatever that plan is, you know, whether we get fully dragged into a full-scale war, I don't know. But... It's... I mean, we're seeing possibly the start of a true World War III. I think World War III was started years ago, and it's against the people, the American, or just the 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 citizens of the world. Really, the governments versus the world, the elites versus the people. Um. But this is, you know, this is the next war. This is the next hot war, hot global war. This seems like this is it. You know, I, I haven't heard a lot from China about Taiwan lately, but. Maybe this is a perfect time for them to do it. You know, we know that Iran, China, and Russia are allied, whatever, you know, as far as that goes. We know that it's been, I mean, we've, we've been talking about this, it seems like, for two decades, having a war with Russia and China. Russia and China were always the two countries that were brought up when, in regards to, like, a World War III. Always China and Russia. So this is, I mean, has it been planned for a long time? Was it just something that was inevitable? I don't know, but you know, what is it that made Putin decide to invade? What like does he just want Ukraine back for Russia? Is that it? I mean, obviously there's some people are going to be knowing more than that. I don't know exactly Putin's plans. I don't follow. I'm not, I'm not following Russia. You know, I have a friend that he watches a lot of Russian news, especially before all this, because he his like I said his fiance is in Ukraine, uh, so he was really trying to figure out what was going on. Um, hopefully I can get him on the podcast here soon but yeah I I'm kind of at a loss you know seeing some of those videos it's 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 scary I couldn't imagine being there you know it seems like all well, the men are going to get drafted men are being told to stay in Kiev the women and children get out the men have to stay which that's I, cu- I couldn't imagine leaving my kid going and, you know thinking I never see, might never see her again you know it's tragic stuff. I I've, I've been praying for them. You know, right now that's all that us common folk in America really do is pray for them. You know, do I cuz I don't know what the right answer is. I don't know if the right answer is to go and defend Ukrainians from Russians and start a full-scale war with Russia or if we sit back and just watch Ukraine get taken over. That's not I don't it's like what It's tough. I mean, I think we already know that we're going to take some action. We're going to go in there and do something. But are we just going to do it, or is it going to take an event to get us to go do it? Like there always is. There's always that false flag event. There's always that, you know, Gulf of Tonkin event, whatever it is that drags us into the war. But considering what Russia's doing to Ukrainians right now, I... I feel like it's just a humanitarian crisis, period. You know, they're going in and just taking out civilians. They're bombing civilian locations. That's not okay. Pretty sure that's against the, um, the sure that's a war crime. I don't know exactly all those war crime laws and all those things they set, but yeah, it's, it's really scary stuff. It really is, uh, for a lot of people. You know, we, we can't be afraid because, as soon as we're afraid and think it's going to happen, you know we're, we're we're useless. We can't live in fear, so we have to stand strong with this. Pray with everything we have for the Ukrainians. You know everyone out there is being harmed because governments are cracking down on people around the world. Pray for the Canadians. Pray for Australians, and pray that this conflict doesn't go any farther. That China doesn't invade Taiwan. That you know something doesn't happen to the U.S. to get us dragged in. God forbid, something on U.S. soil, which is something that we haven't seen. You know, we haven't seen anything on U.S. soil besides Pearl Harbor since the 1800s. Quite frankly, we're probably overdue. You know, we're probably overdue. So, I'm just, you know, just be ready for whatever it is. You know, they've been talking about these cyber attacks for a long time. I thought that something would happen with a cyber attack, personally. I thought a cyber attack would happen and that would draw us in with Russia. Because, I mean, Russia's been blamed for all, you know, the Russian hackers, the Russian troll farms, the the Russia helped Trump win the election, you know, all this crap. It's always Russia, 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 Russia. They're trying to stoke these flames with Russia constantly. So, obviously, they've wanted this war. And you know, the American people are just left here to be like, what, what are we doing? You know, why? What do we do? What do we do about Russia? Sanctions seems like there's going to be sanctions. They're going to try and cut them off from oil and energy and all this stuff. But, you know, if the world economic Forum, of Klaus Schwab is behind Russia and what they're doing right now, nothing's going to happen to Russia. Russia will be just fine. You know, I don't think this is Putin going rogue. I think this was just all part of the plan. So, yeah, pray for Ukraine. Pray for, you know, the innocent Russians that are caught in the middle of this as well pray for everyone that's still going through covid restrictions in the midst of all this you know there's we got multiple things that us common folk have to be fighting for and worrying about so yeah that's that's really all i got until i get some more information um hopefully i can get my friend on here and he can because he's been going hardcore about all this he got like 20 minutes of sleep the last two days he's been He's been really getting into it, trying to figure out what's going on, getting making sure his fiancée is okay. Which they're getting out of the they're getting out of the country, and they're actually U.S. is actually accepting refugees, so a good chance she'll be getting out and coming to the United States, which that'd be great. Just gotta pray for her dad, who had to stay behind in Kiev, which is that's scary. So, thank you for listening to this. Uh, all, all I can ask you to do is pray. That's about it. I. I'm at a loss of what else to do right now, like most everybody else, because you know what, what can what can we really do again uh, 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 about Russia? You know, we, we already know the the elites in the United States already have a plan for that. So we can protest, we can, but then what do we do? We're, we're protesting, defending Ukrainians that need help. I don't, I don't know. I can just keep, I can keep going in circles on this. There's no there's no right answer. There's no good solution when it comes to war. It's just all bad. Everybody loses, except the elites up top. They always win. So, just cut back in here. I want to add a few things. Um, So, there are many, many videos out that are showing Russian troops basically just going into civilian homes. They're bombing civilian areas, apartment buildings, downtown Kiev. They're showing off these dead Ukrainians like they're, they're... like, they're proud and happy that they just killed all these Ukrainians, these Russian soldiers. Um, yeah, uh, I was talking to my daughter last night about this before I was going to upload this, and basically what... So, we've, we've enacted sanctions against Russia, the um, U.S. and some other countries, I believe, and Putin is saying that these sanctions are an act of war and that there will be retaliation. There has been so much talk of a cyber attack, of a major cyber attack. There's all this talk about Russian hackers, Russian troll farms, you know, Russia helped Trump win the election, you know, all this crap. There has been this buildup of this digital team, whatever you want to call it, from Russia. Digital. They have a whole digital army, is what it seems like. And you got... Emperor Palpatine Klaus Schwab out there, you know, giggling about a cyber attack that would make COVID look like nothing. You know, that's basically what he said. He, you know, they're called a comprehensive cyber attack that would bring down the power supplies and bring the supply chains to a halt. Like, this dude's like jerking himself off over it. He is so excited about a cyber attack and what it would do to civilization. So. I, I hate to say it, that's what it feels like is going to be coming. It, by the end of March, I mean, quite frankly, by the end of March, something's going to happen. You know, like I said earlier in this podcast, it's there's going to be something that's going to drag us into this war. And they are making it, multiple people, multiple countries are making it abundantly clear that a cyber attack will initiate and trigger Article 5 of NATO, which is basically that any country gets attacked, then the rest of NATO is there to defend it. So if the United States gets cyber attacked by Russia, and it's shown that it's Russia, even if it's really not Russia, it could easily be a false flag because that's how this stuff works. Then it's, it's full scale war. It's it's a full on world war then, because then you have all the NATO countries versus it's going to be East versus West. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be China, Russia, Versus the West. And guess what? The globalists are on Russia and China's side. They are ready to bring down the West completely. A cyber attack would do that. It would bring down every, it bring down the financial institutions. Bring the hospitals to a halt. No food in the stores. People won't have power for how long. Like, All I can say is be prepared. Because... We're going to get dragged into this conflict soon enough. And there's probably going to be something going on in American soil. Whether it's just, just simply a cyber attack. I don't know. But it's going to be something. Something's going to happen, quite frankly. So just be prepared. Stock up on food. Dear God, stock, stock up on food. Um, you know, I don't even know if a generator is going to help. Because if they deploy some type of EMP... Then everything electronically is just going to be fried. There's no fixing it. It's, it's just fried. So, you know, they, they do make EMP protectors. You know, I don't know how much that would work, but now that, you know that we have the smart meters out. With this, with these smart meters, I mean, they've admitted in these smart meter white papers. I've read through them. You know, they're they're talking. I don't know if the white papers, but the, the 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 paper, the PDF files they have online for these different smart meters they have out saying in there that straight up they're like now people are worried about security risk cuz if hackers were to get in here they could take off the you know whole energy grid it's like yeah yeah there's multiple multiple issues like the only thing that these smart meters benefit people is or the electric companies is that they don't have to send someone out here to check the meter meanwhile it's microwaving us it enables hackers to hack into the electrical company and then just shut off everybody's power it, it it's the it, the privacy issues obviously because they can they have significant you know more significantly more data on the electric use in your house. Yeah, smart meters are bad, and with that bad comes even more bad because they can hack into the like I said they can hack into electrical companies and turn off everybody's power remotely, remotely, and then you can't do anything about it. And they could probably send friggin' electromagnetic pulse through the smart meters and then fry everything in your home. I don't know. Probably, though. I mean, these smart meters are capable of doing a lot. They're military-grade weapons, basically. They're microwave energy weapons. Like, they're strong. They're very strong. You know, sleep 10 minutes away from one for a week and tell me how you feel. Because I had a, a splitting head pulse for months. I could not figure out what it was. I thought I had a brain tumor. I seriously thought I had a brain tumor. It was like three months I was dealing with this. I tried everything, could not figure out what it was. I put a cover over the smart meter. Within two days, it was gone. Like I thought I was, I thought I was dying. I thought I had a brain tumor. This pressure in my head was getting so strong, I did not know what to do. And I was just getting a cover for it anyway, and it just happened to be what, what ended it. So now whenever I feel this head pressure, you know, I, I wear my hat. I wear my EMF Faraday hat. And I, it goes away. So we are being bombarded constantly with EMFs, and the potential for use of these smart meter grids as a weapon is very, very, very real. It's very real stuff. You know, along with the smartphones and everything. I don't. They probably have the capability to just fry your smartphone in your hand remotely. I can imagine they I've actually. You know what? I've seen that in computers where they send some sort of signal or program into your computer you open it up and when you open it up it it overloads your cpu and fries it i've seen it i've seen videos of it that's out there where you can do that they can basically send you a virus remotely you open it up or i, mean, I don't even maybe you might you probably don't even have to open it up and you'll see sparks in your computer and it's just done fried so they have capability to do things digitally remotely like that they can target your computer they can target your house it can target you, so yeah. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news on that one, but you just need to be prepared. You need to be prepared for whatever the cyber attack brings, and quite frankly, get away from this technology because they are setting up the the full digital control grid. You know, digital ID, vaccine passports, everything's tied to your phone and a QR code. And I mean everything. They want to make it so that you have vouchers for food. Okay? So you're going to have these digital vouchers because, of course, they're going to be digital. And they're going to basically program them. This is literally what they're saying. They're going to program these, these you know, uh, digital funds so that they can only be spent on certain things. We've already seen this with food stamps. Okay? You can only spend food stamps on food. And you can't even spend it on hot food. So we know they've been doing this. It's just going to be fully digital. So I know this got a little bit away from Russia and Ukraine, but this is this is another step in that plan. This is another step going there, and you need to realize that the cyber attack and this fully digital age, the cyber attack will probably bring... I've talked about this before as well. The cyber attack, I believe, will bring down the, the power grid, it'll bring down the financial institutions, and it will... Um. <sighs> let me think. It's basically going to usher in a full the digital currency and digital id system they're going to make it so that they're going to have the digital patriot act basically where you're going to have to prove your biometrics just to be able to go on the internet cuz if not then you can be deemed a terrorist cuz that's where they want it to go they want to they want to use people's biometrics for access to any parts of society so guess what we need to break away from that society we need to get away from that line of thinking because damned if the Amish didn't have this stuff on point for years. They knew, they knew where this was. They were probably left over from the old world. They knew where this technology goes. They knew where it all leads, at least where we are now, a complete global control grid. That's what we are facing right now. That's what we are facing, a complete digital global control grid, full surveillance, zero privacy, and you're not going to be able to access... Food, water, internet, electricity, if you don't accept their digital ID system, tied in with your vaccine passport, tied in with your health pass, tied in with your cryptocurrency, okay? This isn't a conspiracy. This is what they've been talking about for years, okay? Go listen to people on the World Economic Forum talk about it. Go listen to these central banksters talk about it. This is what they want, And they already have the plans laid out for what they want to do to usher in this future. So, it seems like the only way we can really get out of that system is to have our own entirely parallel system. But I don't think the answer is a fully technological parallel system as well. Because if we're using their technology, we're using their smartphones, we're using their servers, we're using their Windows PCs... They inevitably can surveil that, turn it off, and do whatever they want with it. So unless we're building our own computers, we're building completely our own technologies, softwares, it's it's kind of futile. This is my opinion. This is totally my opinion. I could be totally wrong. We could get away with some things maybe. I'm sure we could. Like technology is it's meant to be good. It's meant to help us out. It's meant to make our lives easier. But all it's done is made our lives infinitely more complicated leading to a scenario where we can have a single cyber attack that brings down every aspect of society because every aspect of society is connected digitally now. Everyone is on their computers, everyone's on their smartphones. You go to school and everyone has a Chromebook, there's a smart TV board thing in every classroom. You know, it's it's a fully digital age and guess what? If it's a fully digital age everybody's adapted to that fully digital age. So no one can function in a normal physical world anymore. So if they have the power to take away all of that digital technology, it's, it's, it's mayhem. It's complete mayhem. Now that mayhem would need to happen. It needs to happen no matter what. Quite frankly, I feel like we're at the point where you just need to rip off the bandaid. We need to have this cyber attack, just bring down the grid, shut down the supply chain, and we can start forming our own society because we can't, We cannot accept their digital infrastructure future. We have to get back to basics, get back to growing our own food, get back to purifying our own water, get back to everything, just nature in general, just get back to everything that God created because everything about the society is re, it's re, it's redesigning God's creation. Like all we have to do is just accept what God created. It's for its perfections and imperfections and Live within it. But these these humans have become so obsessed. Maybe not even humans. The top top, I don't know if there are. But these psychos, they want to control, distort, and manipulate every aspect of nature. Every aspect of society. And life. That's not what it's meant to be. That's not what we're meant to be doing. We're meant to be living alongside the rest of nature. Because we are nature. When you don't live alongside with nature, we are nature. So we need to reconnect back to that reconnect back to source reconnect back to with nature with each other cuz it's fully digitalized world where you can't leave your home or you can't you know a fully digitalized world where you can't even go onto the digital infrastructure unless you accept what they have unless you accept their vaccine unless you accept their digital id that's not a, that's not a good system cuz guess what i'm not accepting that digital infrastructure i've been a complete tech person as literally as long as i can remember I was three and four years old writing out code on MS DOS and all that stuff, you know, back before it was Windows. Uh, so I've been a tech person my whole life. I video games my entire life. You know, I'm making my own podcast, website, all this stuff right now. I'm fully digitalized in a lot of things that I do. But I've got to the point where I really only use this technology to to do work, to work on my podcast, work on my website, and I play games here and there. But it's you know, you people that are sitting on social media all day, between their phone and computers and all that—it's, you know, you're you're not thinking, you're not living, it's not life. So I totally got off on this. It was about Russia and you know the whole Russia thing, but just just know that a cyber attack's coming. Be prepared to get off your technology because they're gonna they're gonna shut down all technology, and they have all the power and control to be able to do so because it's their technology and their infrastructures. So we need to make our own infrastructures focusing on physical infrastructures that cannot be digitally taken away. That's the whole thing about the digital infrastructure is that if they have a fully digital infrastructure, they have the the capabilities and the powers to take it away. Mostly through they, we already we already have this to these license agreements and you know, terms of use and privacy policies and all that crap. Go read through them. They can basically do whatever they want with you and your technology or with you and your data and information. They can do whatever they want. So, You know, they can do the same with their technology, too, because we didn't design the technology. It's not technically ours. You know, we've seen this with iPhones, where we don't technically own the iPhones. We're technically renting them from Apple or something like that. I think that's what it was a couple years ago. I don't know if it's changed, but that was basically their argument. So, they can do that with any technology. So, just, like I said, just be ready. Be ready for a cyber attack. Take whatever precautions you deem necessary, but... Just, just prepare because you you definitely need to be this is something you want to be prepared on and not holding the bag at the end and have nothing physical and not have any gold or silver, not have any food stored because then you have to get desperate and then things get crazy and people other people are going to be desperate so you better be able to defend yourself as well so just be prepared, I'm not trying to be all doom and gloom this is stuff that we need to face because this is stuff that is out public. This is stuff that people are talking about. These world economic form psychos, these globalist leaders, they're, they're this is stuff they've been talking about for a while. They've been telling you what they plan on doing. And they've been doing it. So, while these politicians lie, these world economic form psychos, Klaus Schwab and these people, they're telling you what they're doing. And no one, and that's not no one, not enough people are paying attention yet. But, you know, thanks to people like Joe Rogan, that one dude that came on, I can't remember, I can't remember his name, like Majid, he he exposed a lot of this stuff to the world. You know, Joe Rogan here, step, step at a time. I don't agree with Joe Rogan signing Spotify. I think his show totally changed after, but some of these guests he's had on are been very, very important in waking up people. The problem is, this is a lot of stuff that I knew a long time ago. You know, I knew this stuff was coming a year and a half, a year and a half ago. You know, like middle 2020 COVID, I saw where this was going. I saw what was happening. I saw what their plans were. Because they were saying it. They were telling you what they want to do. Because they have to tell you what they want to do. That's the only way to work. Because if they tell us what they're going to do and we don't do anything to stop them, then it's acceptable by the laws of the universe. Because they're not, not, we have free will. So if we're accepting it willingly, then to them, karmatically, it's okay. So, again, just be ready. This Russia-Ukraine Russia, thing is just the start of what's going to be a much bigger conflict. So just be prepared. Stock up. And you know <clears throat> make good make good friends with your neighbors. Be get closer to your friends. You know, make sure everyone else is prepared. Prepare your loved ones, even if they don't listen to you. You know, save some extra food for them. Because they're gonna be coming to you once shit really hits the fan. So just pray pray for Russia, pay for, for the Russians, you know, not Putin and all that. Pray for Ukrainians. Pray for everyone around the world right now because things are only gonna get crazier from here because they have to get crazier before they get better. There has to be a a hard divorce from this system. And they're gonna try and implement their system after, but we have to make our own system. We can't allow we can't accept their solution to the problem that they caused. So be prepared and pray. I love you all. Thank you for listening and continue in love and abundance.